0: Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. Here with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the show, we are joined by country singer, songwriter, Annika. As we dive behind Annika's brand new twingle, yes. A twingle is what Annika likes to refer to it as. It is a pear of singles. And this pair of singles happens to feature a duet with the incredible Brett Kissel. This track is entitled Encore, and Side B of this pairing brings us the amazing Love Looks Like You. Both of these tracks, an amazing listen, we're gonna dive not just into them, but the road that leads Annika to releasing them, because you may recognize Annika's voice, Annika's name from her time in country music duo Leaving Thomas. But Leaving Thomas parted ways on good terms at the end of 2019. So we're gonna discuss from there. How did Annika grow into this new solo it adventure? When did she finally get back inside of the studio to begin crafting and perfecting these sounds and then we're going to discuss what it was like to finally release music again after almost two years and as a solo artist and then also in between having a child as well because Annika's debut set of twingles released before having a child in July and then the second set of twingles this new set comes afterwards. So we're going to discuss what that was like to all of this and oh so much more. It's an incredible conversation here today and it's all brought to you by DesertTigerMerch.com where you go to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that you go. Now that you know who the show is brought to you by and now that you know who our guest is, it's about time that Annika told us all about this brand new twingle with encore and love looks like you oh so let's go the desert tiger podcast
1: hello can you hear me okay
0: i can hear you perfectly annika hello
1: hi how are you doing
0: i am doing fantastic and how are you on this lovely day
1: so far, so good, but it's it's only 9 a.m. here, so I guess we'll see we'll see where the day takes <laughs> us. But so far, so good.
0: <laughs> Still lots of day left, I guess, hey? Yes. All That's, right. But it's
1: Friday, so I mean, I'm always happy on a Friday. Who isn't?
0: Mm-hmm. Usually that means good things are coming. Good vibes, good energy, good times. I'm all about That's it.
1: That's right. I love awesome. it.
0: Awesome. Hopefully it brings a good interview here today as well as we dive behind a little bit of this solo journey. Yes, love that. Awesome. Are you ready to jump on into things?
1: I'm ready to go, and you are.
0: All right, so let's dive on in feet first. So, of course, we're going to be talking a little bit about some new singles that come our way, but I'd love to lead a little bit of a foundation for the listener first, because, of course, some of the audience may know you from your time in Leaving Thomas. But Leaving Thomas, the group, announced that you two were going to be going separate ways at the end of 2019. So from there, where was the decision to sort of go the solo route?
1: Yeah, so Brighton and I, my partner in leaving Thomas, we had known each other for like literally almost 20 years. Good friends, um, loved working together, but um, Brighton also had a, a passion for a business that he was starting on the side. And, um, basically he decided at the end of 2019 that he wanted to fully pursue that business and he had a real passion for it and his heart just wasn't in the duo anymore. And, um, obviously I was bummed because I loved working with him and we had so much fun creating music together. Um, but as his friend, of course I supported him and, um, still support him on his new journey. And uh we are still friends. We still reminisce about our times together. And um it was uh lucky that we got to do a big farewell concert before uh COVID hit. And uh then I spent the year deciding what I was gonna do, you know, was I gonna do something solo, was I not going to? And uh I ended up writing so much that I thought, well, I have to release this. I've written like 30 songs and um Thirty, like I had fifteen songs that I wanted to record, so I was like, you know, I have to do something.
0: <laughs> it eventually, got to a point where I was like, all right, we got to stop spinning the wheels here, and we got to go somewhere.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> awesome. So when exactly did you begin to get into the studio to begin to build this uh, new, this new era, this new version, Annika?
1: Yes. So we uh, went into the studio in August of 2020. And, um, it was really nice because we had had so many months of not being able to perform live or do anything. So to get back in the studio again, being with musicians was just amazing. And so, um, we spent a full week at the studio. I kind of love recording where uh, kind of the old school way where you really just hunker down and do not one song at a time, but you really do an album. And so we recorded, I want to say 10 songs, um, in a week, and it was just—it oh, was so amazing to be back in the studio. And um, luckily, my producer is also my husband, so I made sure he came prepared. He was ready to go, and um, we work really well together. So it was really awesome to see the vision come to life.
0: Mm, yes, for sure. And I also see that uh, your husband happens to be a co-writer as well. So that probably helped out quite a bit, being able to be inside of the same house. I mean, some people have done songwriting on zoom but i mean to be quarantining with your songwriting companion probably helped out a bit as well
1: yeah for sure it was really good to stay motivated because you have someone living in your house with you that's like let's write let's you know let's do pre-programming let's get things going he's been a huge encourager to me and um certainly you're writing often about your own experience so when we both are living a very uh you know a life together it brings on some some inspiration for sure.
0: Mm, absolutely for sure cuz you guys can sort of see the different perspectives of the relationship, how it came together and then as how both of you grow, how you see each other, how you grow in each other's light, how you continue to love and otherwise as time goes on, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh it's been a very cool um part of our relationship. I never thought I'd marry someone that was in the industry and I did. And uh, so far it's working out very well. So I'm happy about that.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. It's good. It can be very tough to find somebody who understands the industry. And sometimes they say, Oh, well the easiest is to find someone inside, but sometimes the schedule.: oh, don't it can, Sometimes, it, and... like
1: Yeah. Like if I was married to another artist, I feel like that would be a disaster. I think the fact that he's on the other side of things as a producer and a drummer, and a writer, that is great. I Only I can be married to another version of me. That might
0: be too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much creative energy, come on. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Awesome. So you mentioned that you got in the studio back in August. It took a little bit of time in between because the first Twingles uh, released in May here of 2021. So is that sort of just making sure that you had everything ready, that the business plan was ready to go? Or was it just sort of sort of dealing with this last year where we weren't able to know what the future was going to bring?
1: Yeah, I think planning anything in the last year has been um, very difficult for, for at least me and my team. But the main, well, a few things. One thing was um, I was pregnant, so I had a baby in July. So in May I was you know uh, seven seven and a half months where I was like still able to do some proper promotion but also didn't have a newborn at home so um, we we released in May partly because I thought by then COVID would be done it wasn't um, and so we thought should we push it back should we not and um, eventually we just said we have to release music you know what this is a time in the world where maybe we need to be getting music out there. And it's not important whether or not we can see people in person. We just need to get some new new music out there for people to listen to. So um, May was was a great time in that I was able to still properly promote it through the channels that we could use during COVID. And um, I felt the two songs were a great introduction for me um, back into the Canadian country industry because like you said, some people might know me from Leaving Thomas. For lots of people, they've never heard of me. And so those two songs I felt really represented me in the new sound. And um and May was was when when it all came together.
0: It's pretty crazy how you mentioned that, where it's like, oh, some people may know you, where like you have had hit songs on the radio. You're a hit songwriter on other musicians' songs, and it's just to say where it's like, That fear as an artist, or that judgment, where I was like, "Oh, but I just don't know." But of course, everything ends up going well. I don't really want to ends up going to radio, makes top twenty, like incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting the radio success we had with "I Really Don't Want to," and honestly, that is why my advice to anyone, or what I've learned, is truly to just release something that you are passionate about and that you feel happy with yourself because good things seem to follow at least that's how it's going for me so instead of chasing radio or chasing what you think fans will like i think people just appreciate an authentic song that's well done so that's what we decided to do
0: awesome all right and i'm glad that the reception of that track goes well and of course A little bit of time in between the first set of Twingles and the second set of Twingles, which I can only imagine was to, as you mentioned earlier, have a baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Literally, I remember um, the day I gave birth, I was in labor and Spencer found out, Spencer, my husband, found out that the song, I really don't want to hit top 40 that day. And I was like, well, that's pretty awesome. I'm, you know, going top 40 and having a baby in the same day. Like, yes, that was a. I was going to say it was a, a career highlight and a personal highlight day for me, but um, but yeah, we basically decided to release this this next set of two songs uh, here in September to allow for some time um, to to be a mother and kind of find my bearings there. And um, and due to the success of the other song, we we um, were able to enjoy that ride a bit longer than we had anticipated. So that was great. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's uh, very nice to be able to have that for sure, where, oh, okay, this is doing well. Well, there's, there's no rush then. There's no rush yet.
1: Exactly. So that's what we did.
0: Awesome. All right. And of course, on September 17th, we got our second set of Twingles. So before I dive into the songs themselves, why the Twingle idea? Is this also the old school vibe of the A side, B side?
1: Yes, I loved A-sides and B-sides when I was growing up. And, you know, like, I think that as a consumer of music, I would always hate it when I would hear a song by an artist that I loved. And then I'd go to their Spotify profile and there's only that one song. And I would just crave, you know, I know it's not really realistic um, in these days to do a, a full 15-song album and expect it to get, you know, listens on every song. Um, So I thought, well, why don't we do like an A side, B side, because I don't want to spend one year promoting one song and just it was just too boring for me, honestly. And I had too much to say as a musician and as a creator that I said, let's go two at once and maybe instead of waiting a year in between, let's, you know, release music every few months so that if people are liking the music, there's more for them to listen to. So we kind of had a each time we have a focus track and then kind of a fun bonus track that uh, that goes with it. So that's where we came up with the idea for the twingle.
0: Awesome, and also kind of extends things once again, and also gives a little bit of a soundtrack that the listener can get used to for once. Maybe the live stage, maybe hopefully, return.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness! I know exactly. I was saying that the one good thing about not being able to perform live right now is when I do get to do a show. Hopefully by then I'll have you know lots of songs out so more songs people can sing along to because they'll actually know them instead of going to a show and only knowing one song.:
0: All right, all right, well let's dive into these latest tracks here. Let's dive into the focus, the side A here, and of course that is Encore, which happens to feature the incredible Brett Kissel as a well. So take us a little bit behind Encore. What it means to you? and how did Brett become attached to this project?
1: Yeah, this song was written um, years ago. It was originally not meant for me. We had written it for like a male artist. I I always thought it was a song that could be sung by a male. And um, this often happens. We'll write a song and then I'll fall in love with it myself. So i was saying, oh my goodness, I actually really love this song. Um, But I thought it'd be so great as a duet. And um, I've known Brett for many years, like being both Albertan artists. I've seen him. He's had Leaving Thomas, you know, uh, on stage a few times with him. You know, I've, I've seen him in passing. And then my husband is also the drummer for the Brett Kissel Band. So I've gotten to know him as a, as a colleague and friend, but um, we've never done anything together as artists. And so when it came time to picking a duet partner, I thought, you know, maybe I should ask Brett, but there's no way. He'll say yes. I just didn't even think it was in the realm of possibility because he's so busy with so many things. Um, but you know, I said, "Why not? Let's swing for the fences." What's the worst that can happen? He says no. Like I think he would still be honored because I he's always been very um, affirming and encouraging to me as as kind of a mentor. So I I knew he'd be flattered if anything. So I wrote to him and I asked him, and he responded within ten minutes with an enthusiastic yes i'd love to be part of this so that was shocking to me um and you know it's always in this industry you gotta wait until it actually happens to really believe it so for me to finally see that the song is out it's to the ears of listeners and both of our voices are on it is still crazy to me so um we had an absolute blast in the studio i mean he's so talented i think the song is a departure from his normal style of music. And it was an awesome chance for him to kind of show a softer, more kind of intimate side to his voice. And, um, and that's what the song was supposed to be. It was supposed to be this very romantic, but very simple, um, just powerful song. And so we didn't get too crazy with production or lots of instruments. um, And uh, we just kind of tried to let our voices shine and, and be the storyteller. So I, uh, I think it's a pretty cool combo, and it was fun to surprise fans and, and people with that combination.
0: Mm, I'd say it was definitely a good combo as well. The story being told is incredible, and the song's been out for a week. So what has that fan reception sort of been like so far?
1: Well, it's really funny. Like, my favorite thing is when people from my high school or something, people that I don't talk to in a long time, follow Brett Kissel and saw my name you know on on a song with him what this is so cool um so that's been great and then i love that i think the most common response i've gotten from fans has been goosebumps people just say goosebumps chills i've got the goosebumps and i'm like there's nothing better than listen for me as a listener when you're listening to a song and you get goosebumps that's like the highest compliment so I'm, uh, I'm thrilled with the response so far, and Brett and I have said we just cannot wait until we can sing it live. I think that will be a very powerful song, so hopefully that happens soon.
0: Ooh, I think it'll be a very powerful experience for those in the audience, and hopefully I myself can make my way inside of one of those audiences as well. So let's dive into the B side of this side here with love looks like you definitely a little bit of a different energy where encore's maybe uh maybe let's give this another try where love looks like you definitely maybe a little more of you know exactly what the vision of love is yes
1: yeah this song was um inspired basically by my own love story it took me a long time to find or lots of experiences and uh lots of different roads finally led me to my husband now and um we wrote this song with the intention of that you know that that lifetime love feeling it should i wanted it to feel like a classic timeless song which i think it does um in that it's very uh applicable to a, a couple that's newly wed and also a couple that's been married for 50 years and um that's really where we ended up with the strings on it gives it that timeless feel um, and, uh, it's actually funny. I'm singing it at my sister's wedding, uh, next, gosh, it's in two weeks, two weeks from now. And, um, so that will be really special. The debut performance of it will actually be at my sister's wedding. So that's kind of, um, the inspiration for it is just that classic love story. And, um, hopefully my husband and I will be dancing to it at our 50th anniversary someday. That would be wonderful.
0: Hopefully your sister dances it to it at some point during her marriage. You get to celebrate to it later. It's kind of beautiful how music works like that, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, hopefully the wedding goes well, too. And hopefully that first performance back to the live stage as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's hope so.
0: Uh, fingers crossed for sure. So you've mentioned that you're potentially working on a full album. So without giving away too much of the future, what can you tell us?
1: So um, this album is going to be two, a side A, a side B, and it'll be released on vinyl eventually. Um, and it's called Stand Still. And the title track has not come out yet, but it's, uh, it's really an album that is reflective of the last three years of my life, that's what I love about music is that it's like this this time capsule that you know we have an opportunity to use music to capture our feelings, our emotions, our experiences, and then freeze them in time in a creative way, which I just think is so awesome. So I think um, with this project, we've decided to release those songs instead of writing and recording and only releasing one or two every year. I really want this to be a body of work that reflects the changes that I've gone through in the last three years, um, which have been significant. You know, I've lost people in my life, I got married, I had a baby, like just so many life changes. And um to me, that's when the best songs come is when you're writing about your own life. So um the album will be reflective of that.
0: Mm, Fantastic. Very excited to hear that. And I cannot wait to Hear the album itself and I love how you mentioned that the name there very poetic indeed well especially because for
1: me I'm someone on if you've ever seen me on stage, I'm running around I'm very energetic I'm very lively and um this album a lot of the songs are about just standing still and being still in the moment and appreciating what's happening instead of just kind of always looking for the next thing so it's a bit different when people think of me they don't think standing still so <laughs> That's why they gotta listen to the album.
0: <laughs> I changed it up with the solo music career, changing it up in terms of the music as well, right?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I have one last question. I've had a blast chatting so far. Are you ready for the last question? I'm ready. All right. So, you mentioned the changes that you've gone through in the last three years. And normally, my last question is sort of based off of that. So, in these last three years, with all of these changes inside of your life, how would you say it has helped you grow, or what has it taught you about yourself?
1: that is a great question. Um, well, I'll try to make it so that we're not here for an hour and a half because I could go on and on about uh, you know life changes and you know how your philosophy on life changes after you have a child and things like that. but um I think the main thing that these lives that the last few years have taught me um, is that For me, music is part of my life pie in that I have all these other things that make me so happy, that make me fulfilled and also make my music better. And so I think I spent a lot of my 20s very focused on music, very focused on career and feeling like if I don't make this happen, you know, I have to give up. What I realized after turning 30, big milestone year for me, turned 30. that what makes my music better is that I'm also a mom and that I'm also a wife and that I'm also a friend, a daughter. I have all these other relationships and that I enjoy traveling and enjoy doing all these other things. Um and when I allow for those um activities and relationships to be present in my life, my music is only better and I enjoy doing the music part more. So I think this was a year um my word of the year is balance. It's finding balance among all these things, cutting out things that don't serve me or that I can't um, bring something to and uh, finding that magical balance where everything's copacetic. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. I love that. A very important lesson for sure. We get caught up in that hustle industry, that hustle lifestyle and Sometimes we forget that there's other aspects of our life. And I love how you mentioned how by going and refocusing on those other aspects, it actually brought back.
1: For sure. And I think that's what the silver lining of the pandemic has been for me personally, is it forced me to just be still and look at look at all the things I have and make time for the things that matter. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing this lesson as well as the story of this solo career up until this point with us here today annika
1: thank you so much this was awesome i really enjoyed chatting with you
0: ambush thank you for tuning on into this episode of the dtp here with annika as we dove behind annika's journey into this solo artist world into this latest set of twingles with Love Looks Like You, with Encore featuring the incredible Brett Kissel. And you can find both of these tracks right now over on your favorite music streaming service. When you're there, hit follow. Because Annika's already told you there's an entire album coming your way and you're not going to want to miss out on that. No, not at all. And you can also stay up to date with Annika by subscribing to her YouTube page and by following her on social media. And you can find links to do that in the description to this episode. With that, I need to thank Annika one last time for joining us here today. I need to thank Jamie from Strut Entertainment for setting this conversation up. I need to thank German at YPEditor.com for making everything sound so incredible. And for the last time, I need to thank you, The Am Bush. If you've yet to join up with The Am, what are you doing? Because it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on the podcast listening app that you're using right now. Got a little jumbled there, but that's okay because you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to deserttigermerch.com where you can go and cop yourself something to represent and support the show. The best part is, looking is free. It's deserttigermerch.com and with that, it's about time we say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and show them what you're made of, what you're capable of. Not just from like, you know, an achieving thing standpoint, but also from like, you know, a loving and caring standpoint and just being a generally good human being standpoint and all of these wonderful things. Because you are an incredible human being who is incredible of all sorts of good. So go out there and let it out into the world. And with that, it's now time to say bye bye. So until next time, ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.